passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, it's Bubba. You know, it's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. What are you going to get that friend or friends? Whether it's for a regular friend or a friend that you're in their pants, you can make this season a jolly one with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the Lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products, and you're going to have all the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you, big boy. Santa cares about a sack, and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty. It's all by going to manscaped.com and using my promo code Bubba. That includes free shipping and 20% off. Smelling good doesn't stop at the shower. How about the Crop Preserver? It's a ball deodorant. Or the Crop Reviver, which is a ball toner. They can solve your stank problems all day long. And once they touch your sack, you never go back, buddy. Get 20% off and free shipping using Bubba as your promo code at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use promo code Bubba. Manscaped. Get your jingle balls ready for the holiday. Hello. Hola. Make sure our levels are okay. I think it might be a little hot. We're good? All right. Welcome to Off the Rails, Blummel. We got a Bubble 199 tonight. We got Stogies and Spirits. Was it Stogies and Cycles the first year? First two years, I First two years, okay. So uh, what does that mean, that we've exchanged the bikes for alcohol? Because I'm cool with that. Basically, yes. All right, nice. Gatlin Hall or Sanford. What's the sort of... Uh, uh, I think it's yeah. Sanford area. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't think we're in Sanford. Oh, okay. Well, figure it out, guys. Google, do the Google search. You guys, You guys got this. Uh, so we got the Bubble 199 tonight. We got uh, the Gatlin Hall tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. It's been, honestly, my favorite part of last year was the ride there. <laughs> I think that was the funnest part. Oh, it was definitely fun. Yeah, yeah. And then the, I think I liked the first year the venue, I thought, was better than last year. Um, so it, it just in my opinion, I, I liked the, the setup. Oh, okay. I went. That was the second year. Oh, the first year was like a rooftop bar type of deal. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't attend that. Yeah. I, the first year I went was in 2020. Yep. So I'm um, very excited for this weekend. We got a lot in store. 
But I kind of want to just dive into uh, the meat of the matter. First off, actually, I want to say, because I'm a little scatterbrained, because maybe I have ADHD, which is a good segue into what I do want to talk about. Take some pills. But I fucking... Shout out to... uh, What is it? What's his name? Uh, uh, Super Fat Bubba Light. I fucking love the Dyson. It is so cool. It is awesome. I did a bunch of vacuuming yesterday at my house. I did a bunch of cleaning yesterday at my house. And the vacuuming was just a fucking nightmare with that cord. You go over the cord. It it pulls out. Then you have to plug it back in. It's so fucking annoying. Corded vacuuming absolutely sucks. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, if you guys clean the way that I clean, but A, I'm very thorough, and B, I kind of just get on like a, on a rhythm, so, uh, on a roll rather, so when I start cleaning, like I can't stop, so I I had to clean something out of the recycling because I'm a moron and I threw something, um, and there was a, I threw a glass bottle in with another glass bottle and it fucking shattered everywhere, so I had to clean that up. And then I'm like, well, I should probably vacuum in case a few shards fell out. I don't want, you know, myself or my roommate or the cats to get hurt. And then I'm like, well, I'm already vacuuming. Might as well just vacuum the whole fucking house now. So I was going crazy, cleaning everything. I did a bunch of baking yesterday, so there'll be some treats tonight. Um, So I just kept thinking as I was vacuuming, I'm like, I got to get myself a fucking cordless vacuum, whether it's Dyson or otherwise. Because that shit is awesome. I, I feel like maybe I'm a kind of a freak of nature, but... I love cleaning. So here you are. Love it. Here's the trick with the Dysons. Not really a trick, but like the early cordless ones, mm-hmm. they, I was going to say they sucked, but they, they weren't very good. Because like the ba- how the suction wasn't great? Or no, it's only, it was mainly the batteries. batteries. Like they, the the original handheld ones, a friend of mine got one, like literally after you use it, after about 10 minutes, it was dead. Okay. You couldn't swap out the batteries. The later ones you could swap out. But then, like, after a couple months, the battery itself would completely die and had to buy a new one at, like, $200 a piece. Were the first uh, battery-powered vacuums, like, the ones with the handheld ones? They'd be, so it'd be too hard to clean the whole house like that? Cause yeah, I feel well, like the I had early one of those, ones were those d- like a dustbuster. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, those are those are made for, like, you your drop car. one little tiny thing or, yeah, your car. And even then, it's not that good. Yeah. But I thoroughly enjoyed myself because I, I dropped some nuts on the floor and then I just... Here, you mean? Yeah, here. Yeah. And I, I just stamped all over them by accident and I'm like, I got to clean this shit up. And at first I'm like, great, I have to clean. But then once I started with the Dyson, I was just like, oh, so much better than yesterday with the fucking cord. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. So thank you, uh, Super Fat Bubble Light for well, that even send. That, even that one I have is our old one that, oh, I, I, love that, that I was one able to too. fix. Like, it's nowhere near as good as the Dyson. But it's still nice, and it's cordless. And it, it makes cleaning that much more inviting. Um, I know I'm kind of a, a weirdo in that sense. I, I I like This is why I like cleaning, because here's the thing. I like tasks, and I like task completion. Mm-hmm. And, and here's another thing. Who doesn't love a clean house or a clean workplace? Right. It's always better. You just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Once you do it, it's instant gratification in terms of, like, you just... This sounds ridiculous, but, like, you accomplished something today. You've done something productive. And, you know, because I feel like when we've all had our lazy days, you go, well, at least I cleaned the house. Like, that's always something that you give yourself props for. So it's something kind of easy, kind of mindless that you can do, and you instantly give yourself credit. There's, like, a sense of pride afterwards, oddly enough, like a dopamine hit where you're like, I fucking did that. Yeah, awesome. Everything's clean. Everything's clean. 
it's good. People will enjoy the the clean space. But again, maybe that's just my, you know, OCD addled brain talking. Who knows? But I did say something somewhat controversial today that I, you know, here's the thing about radio. And I, I don't want to, you know, pull the curtains completely back. But sometimes you got to take a stronger stance than you normally would about something. Mm-hmm. So maybe I say something like ADHD isn't real. It's made up. It's a fake disorder. You know, maybe I mean that like for 90% of the cases, but I'm still leaving the door open for 10%. But you just don't say that on the air because you right. want you want to piss people off. And I thought actually people would call in and tell me about their kid and how they had uh, ADHD and how they, you know, needed Adderall or Ritalin and, you know, it's, they need it, da, da, da. But, I mean, for the most part, I I I stand by what I said. I think that ADHD is a fake disorder. Um I actually disagree. Okay. This is I, good. I, here's here's what I think maybe you mean and and tell me if I'm right or wrong. Sure. I would assume that about oh, I don't know, the upper 90ish percent of people who get diagnosed with it is bullshit. I still think it's real and I think some people have the problem and but I think most people that get diagnosed with it can find other ways to treat their problem. Right. Um, I, I don't think, I know this might be a shocking to most, but I don't think pills are the answer. <laughs> no, uh, you're, you're a pill hoarder. Um, I say that lovingly, but here's the thing. You're just a prepared person. Like, forget about yeah. pills. Yeah. You're just a prepared ass person in the event that you need a whatever, you have it on hand. Mm-hmm. But you're also you also use things like that very sparingly, which is right. rare. And that's right. something that I like about you is that you have a lot of self control, but you're not you're not you don't have an addictive personality. Um <clears throat> I do. But I but I know I do, so I just like don't do it. Okay. Then I guess I mean that's like everybody, right? Like Yeah. Everyone would like to indulge in sugar and drugs, but like you go, this is probably not good for my health mm-hmm. and cooler heads prevail. <clears throat> now, the reason why I think it's fake, here's here's the thing. I, I think that there's a continuum of pretty much everything. There's a spectrum, if you will, in regards to f- ability to focus, in regards to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, intelligence, height, anything that's like measurable that there's variation between humans. Obviously, there's a... A spectrum <clears throat> and ability to focus is, is certainly on it. But I think that there's a large there's a, a large space that you have control over with your actions. So maybe you are, you know, in the 70 percentile of people who can't focus. But with some non pill related exercises, you could improve that focus by 20, 30, 40, 50 percent. Absolutely. But pills are easy, right? Yep. I can't focus. I'm going to take Adderall. And this isn't, I'm not trying to th- like throw shade at Lummy because like I can never speak for w- w- somebody else's experience. I'm not in his brain. Yeah. Thank God I'm not in his brain, you know. But I can't speak for his experience. He can't speak for mine. I can't speak for you, you know, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So I'm saying this as someone who really has no legs to stand on in terms of other people's experiences. And also, I should mention that I'm not a psychologist, psychiatrist, or a, an MD of any kind. 
So take my advice and my and, and, and this rant for what you will. But I think of what I've seen and, and the the studies I've looked at, I think it's a fake disorder. Now, I think with the advent of the smartphone, I think that's really and not only the smartphone, but especially like social media and viral clips, things mm-hmm. like that. I mean, I don't know about you, but I kind of remember like 10, 15 years ago, videos were, you know, a short video would be five minutes or something like that that you'd watch. There were no YouTube shorts. There was no Instagram, you know, stuff like that. And and as you've probably noticed as the listener and as you've probably noticed Blitz and as I've noticed, videos have become shorter and shorter because our attention span is becoming shorter and shorter. And that's ridiculous. That's not by accident. I think that's by design is that. You know, we need a hit. We need stimulation faster. We're not willing to invest in a video that takes too long for a payoff. You know, um, I used to think like a five, six minute video was short. And now it's like if someone sends me a six minute video, I'm like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I want to see the 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 30 second highlight. If that 10 seconds best. Yeah. Would that start with like a vine? Was it vines? Yeah. Kind of started that. I think so. Vines were I mean, those would be. 10 seconds. seconds, Yeah, Yeah, really short. And that was just kind of like an unusual thing, but now it's the norm. Like, Mm -hmm. I only watch like YouTube shorts. It's funny, like I got rid of my Instagram kick, but like now I'm on the YouTube shorts, which is essentially like the same formula Mm -hmm. of quick, quick video, quick video, quick video. And and then they auto start the next one. So it's not even like you're selecting it. You don't have to scroll. Mm -mm. Which is another feature that they changed within the last, what, five, six years. I started noticing that. I'm like, holy shit. I've been looking at whatever Facebook, Instagram for 20, 30 minutes. I, I don't even know what happened because now the onus is on you to stop. Or the, at, before the onus was on you to go find and click. Yes. Now you have to have enough will to stop yourself. Mm-hmm. And what I've realized, and I don't know about you, but I'm sure I'm not alone in this experience, but... I've noticed that the the motivation of stop of me stopping a a video um not a video role but a a, a video episode where I'm like sitting there just like in the vortex mm-hmm. I have to reach like a level of disgust with myself like I'm like all right you need to go to the gym now like this is ridiculous well the so the crazy thing is if like I'll start out let's say you're watching it either on my computer or on my TV on YouTube. And then you just switch the device. Yeah, well, so with YouTube app, if you're logged into the same app, I can literally open my phone into YouTube and it, it's at the point of that same video. I can just hit play and walk out the door and I have I'm listening I know I don't watch it necessarily, but I'll listen to it cuz a lot of what I listen to is or what I, what I watch only. is audio or the visual part isn't very important. Mm-hmm. So I can throw the phone in my pocket and go out back and, you know, work on my four-wheeler, work on whatever. And then come back inside, and if it's still playing, when I turn my YouTube on my TV, it's at the point of the video I'm watching mm-hmm. on my phone. It's all synced up. Yep. So I know my attention span has gotten worse and worse and worse, and that was a big reason why I quit Instagram is because I was like, I can't even read. Like, I couldn't even get through an article without checking my phone, without just being distracted. Well, you have ADHD. Right, but instead of just saying, oh, now I have ADHD, which I may have, like, in a colloquial sense. Sure, I always say that word wrong, but you understand what I'm saying. I, I I don't have any sort of diagnosis. It's, it's that my my focus 
part of my brain is out of shape, much like mm-hmm. people get out of shape when they don't go to the gym. If if you don't work on your focus and, and some of your mental faculties, they get worse. So instead of resorting to pills, which, yes, pills are fun. Like, I get it. I'm, I, I've now, you know, I used to hate big pharma. And mm-hmm. now I'm like, I hate big pharma, but I also give them like a wink. Like, I'm like, that's pretty good shit. I get it. You know, I'm in a different ball game. I used to be, yeah. I used to like being awake all the time. Now I like being the <laughs> fuck asleep. Yeah. That's my new favorite thing is fucking sleeping. Yeah. It's probably age. It's probably just, you get tired of doing the same old thing, going to clubs, being out, seeing people you don't care about, having conversations you don't want to have. Now I just want to fucking be the fuck asleep and feel great mm-hmm. the next day. So yeah, things have changed for me, but I understand that these substances are addictive um, and that some people certainly need them more than others. And I have no problem with people taking whatever they want, but from a personal experience and from a personal, uh, my personal view, I don't want to be reliant on anything to need to get through my day. Like I'm even kind of not upset, but like I wish I wasn't so reliant on caffeine. But mm-hmm. the, there's no way I'm going to quit it, and it's not like I need a prescription for it. So it's there's no there's no fear of it, like yeah, of 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 uh, us running out of of coffee or caffeine or anything like that. Like that's not going to happen. And a cup or two a day of coffee is fine. I've I've kind of kicked the uh, the um, energy drink thing I was doing for a while. I, every once in a while, I'll indulge. But the last time I had it was probably about maybe two weeks ago. And I was fucking jittery the rest of the day. I had half of a Celius and I was like, nah, this isn't for me. Hmm. And I've also just been sleeping better. So that's also a thing, too. Yeah. Um. Thanks to pills. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> every once in a while, you got to treat yourself. But for the most part, it's it's all natural. I even I ran out of that. Uh, Here's another thing. I ran out of that uh CBD shit. Right. Guess what? There's, I take nothing now. Whoa. Yeah, so I'm like, okay. And, and then I get my sleep confidence up. I'm like, okay, you don't need anything to go to bed. It's nice sometimes, but I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Just uh, maybe maybe set the thermostat a little bit lower. Maybe get a fuzzy blanket that makes me feel comfortable and calms yeah. me down. And A fuzzy bear. Yeah, maybe. fuzzy bear, a little puffy bear that's built like this. Mm-hmm. So... I know that's like a controversial opinion because I'm sure people will say, ah, you know, I got a kid. He can't focus. It's like this is why I love evolutionary psychology so much and what I loved studying in school, even though I ended up dropping out. But I think it's important to look through a, an evolutionary lens of, you know, the, the modern day problems we have today. So, for example, everyone, all these kids have ADHD. It's like. In the environment that we evolved, you weren't made to sit in a classroom for eight hours a day, five days a week as a six-year-old. That's insane. No six-year-old, ma- you know, boy or girls, but especially boys, has the mental capability of, like, sitting and focusing. Hell, no adult has that ability to sit and focus. We're all kind of, you know, on Facebook here, talking here, mm-hmm. texting here. You know, you can't just sit and focus for eight straight hours as a human being. You weren't designed to do that. Your brain is not designed to do that. So the fact that all of a sudden all these kids have ADHD, it's like, no, they're kids. What's unnatural is the environment we put them in. Schooling and sitting and reading and being forced to write and do assignments is very unnatural for human beings. You have to think that for thousands of years we evolved in the savannah 
where we were constantly, you know, threatened by the uh, the environment, by cheetahs, by predators, by other warring tribes. Like we always had to be on high alert. Mm-hmm. So you should be kind of attentive to things in your environment. You shouldn't just be, you know, focused in on one thing all the time. That sort of brain wouldn't be very adaptive in the savanna. You were supposed to be on high alert. So the fact that you're on high alert in the classroom, the the mental um, psychological mechanisms are still there, even though we've changed from, you know, the savanna to a classroom. And that's why all these kids are having, quote, issues. It's just because the teachers and the parents don't want to fucking deal with their kids. And it drives me crazy. And then they're like, well, Anna, you don't have kids. You don't know. I don't. But I don't think that any six-year-old boy has ADHD. I just think he's a six-year-old boy. And you don't want to deal with this crazy ass. Mm -hmm. And fucking fair enough. But, like, instead of... This is what I would do. If I I had a kid that was rambunctious because he was a fucking kid, like, maybe put that kid... You know, he still has to go to school. He has to do the shit there. But, like, maybe put that kid in, like, all of the physical activities so that he has a way to kind of get out that energy. Maybe put his little ass in soccer, in jujitsu, in fucking whatever. So he's running around. He's doing stuff. He's in swimming. He's in whatever whatever kids do. I don't know, baseball. And that way he kind of has at least an outlet for that energy. But, you know, you have all these kids. You have a generation of kids who go home and play on their iPad and iPhone all day. So they need instant stimulation. They have absolutely no fucking ability to focus on anything way worse than before because they're looking at videos that are six minutes long, uh, six seconds long, just like their, their parents are. Right. And then they're supposed to be in a classroom and be completely attentive and, and, and pay attention. It's like, no dude, first of all, don't give the kid a fucking iPhone at six. Don't give him a, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even want him to have an iPad. I think. Cause I, I it's just like a, it's essentially just a drug for the kid, and then once he doesn't have it, he starts getting withdrawals. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The problem is with that, though, every kid has one, and if you don't, if your kid doesn't, then he's behind times. Yeah, but, like, so fucking what? Like, I hear that all the time, like, uh, but then he's going to feel left out. So fucking what? Get over it. I don't know what to tell you. I was a kid. I felt left out before. I I didn't do Christmas, and all my friends did, and I was the fucking loser Jew that didn't do Christmas. I felt left out, but you'd fucking get over it. I don't know what to tell you. Who cares? But you didn't use Christmas to do your homework in high school, though. I mean, it's a little problematic when you had the COVID deal. I understand. But, But, I mean, any high school kid or older, and, and, and even younger, but high school for sure, has to use computers and stuff to do that's fine period but then you you, as a parent i feel like maybe don't give the kid the ipad and let him play endless games on it oh that that well that's a great that's for sure so maybe it's maybe we should make an associate association between the ipad and working and not the ipad and play because maybe play should be more for outside or watching tv with the family or something like that well so again not a parent but like my brothers they you know sometimes he lets his kids kind of just Here's the iPad, do whatever. But usually they do what they call tab time for tab because they're tablets. They each get, you know, half hour, okay. 45 minutes, maybe an hour a day, whatever. Like, you know, you do what you need to do on there and then they're done. Like, we take it away and that's it. Go play outside, go ride your bike, do whatever. See, that's good. That's okay. But I... they, ha- they have to, like, use it somewhat so that they can be familiar with the technology because otherwise they're in high school going, 
How do you copy and paste? Well, I'm, again, I'm not saying for work and for school, but I'm saying when it comes to playing endless games, mm-hmm. not necessary. You know? Yeah, no, you don't don't just give it to him and say, okay, I'll see you in six hours. Right. I mean, I understand you have to be, you have to have some level of proficiency with technology. I, I completely understand that. You can't not know how to use email or, you know, whatever, work an iPad or, or do any of that. I understand that. But I also think that a lot of times parents are, and I, and I get it. I know I've seen kids in the wild. They're horrible. They're annoying. And sometimes you want to have a conversation with an adult and you can't get a word in edgewise because your kid's going crazy. You just... Mm-hmm. Just give them the iPad, but also, like, what are we really teaching these kids? I just don't think it's the best for their brain development. I don't think it's good for their ability to focus. Yeah. I don't think it's really good for any. I don't think it's good for their eye development. I know that if I look at uh, my phone too long, I start getting a headache. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can imagine that's the same with kids, but then they want that. And they don't have the ability to, like, reason themselves out of things like adults do. They can't go, I've had enough. This is not good for my brain. I should probably go outside and get fresh air. That's probably not a thought a five-year-old has. Right. So that's why parenting is so important. Speaking of go outside and getting fresh air, like, I'll be going along Riverwalk or Bayshore or whatever, and literally, like, anyone who's probably, let's say, 12 to 30 Half of them are doing this. Walking, not even like looking at, they're not enjoying the scenery, not doing their, yeah. they're in the phone. They're either on, you know, FaceTime or just playing something and like they're not, have no idea what's going on around them. Yeah, that's really sad. And I would, I would be lying if I said I haven't done that or caught myself in a moment where I'm like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Why am I trying to like, live in a moment through my phone when the real thing is so much better and you'll never be able to capture certain things on camera like right. you can't like in it like a, if you're at a concert people that take videos during concerts fine take a picture too hey we're at the concert yeah, a quick a quick video but like you're going to record the whole concert it first of all it sucks when you watch it nobody wants to watch it nobody mm-hmm. want to wa- wants to watch your taylor swift concert through your phone yep being at the concert is an experience why don't you just indulge in that because that's that's the experience you're paying for you could go on youtube all day and watch taylor swift in concert videos right why do you need it on your phone i don't i don't know it's funny because you know being around technology and video and all that like i've i've kind of grown up for like hey i can record stuff before it was available on your phone and whatever like i could go places and record stuff and it was really cool and unique not so much anymore so i record like everything i did and now I go to like these firework shows and I still record them, but I literally try to put my phone on a mount, mm-hmm. frame it up, hit record, and then pay attention to the actual event, not my phone. Yeah. And it's so much nicer. It is. And um, you feel, at least in, in my estimation, like you feel better about it because yeah. you have this awesome memory instead of the memory being looking through a lens. Yeah. Which is, I think, kind of sad. And, and and the thing is, is like, you know, you're kind of framing it as like a young person thing. It's actually, it's like not. I was reading an article a couple days ago. I put it in prep about how like boomers are just as bad as everybody else. Like they are attached to their phones at mm-hmm. all times. I've seen my dad, you know, in the wild. And he's, you know, just as bad, if not worse than me when it comes to his phone. And he goes, I can't believe I ever lived without this thing and he's lived not only 
childhood and his adolescence, but much of his adulthood without that technology and was totally fine. And now he is so dependent on it. My mom fought me on getting a phone for her. Granted, this was, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. And I said, Mom, Mm -hmm. uh, Bright Farm, John's Island, 1999. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I said, look, I'll buy you a cheap phone. I forget what it was, but at the time I could add to my plan. I was like, you don't ever have to use it. Throw it in a glove compartment. And if you're somewhere where, like, you know, you don't know where you're at, you're going to get lost, you need something, call. Like, that, you know, that's what it's there for, but you don't have to use it. Okay, fine. So about, you know, a few months went by, and she started using it more and more and more. And now she's at the point where, like, I left my phone at home, and I don't know what to do. I'm lost. I don't, you know, it's like yeah. she has it with her, and it's an iPhone now, and it's with her all the time, and she's always using it and taking pictures. and Yeah. Which is good for her. But right, like, right, but... I I even told my dad I was like dad you got you got a problem I mean to the <laughs> point where and he, it's kind of like you where he would leave his phone on at night and when I was spending time at home like if I could listen closely enough because the the walls are somewhat they're not super thin but like if I listen close actually you know what it was our windows were both open and mm. so I could hear it through the window and they mm. were like side by side I could hear beep beep, beep throughout the night and my dad was like oh i wake up all the time and i'm like yeah because your fucking phone's on he's like well what if someone calls me what if someone texts me i'm like when have you ever had an emergency that you needed and you can leave the caller on that's fine yeah. but my dad's getting like updates from like so and so uploaded a new youtube video Ba-doop. Oh, Ba-doop. Yeah. Ba-doop. every push notification so i like went in there and i i changed a few things and i'm like why don't you try to sleep now and he's like, oh, and I sleep so much better. I'm like, yeah, yeah. idiot. I used to leave mine on all the time. I, uh, that's horrible for so you. My, my mom, when she first got the phone, she would leave it on because she didn't have a whole lot of people that called her. She's like, well, what if someone needs me? You know, whatever. And then this is, you know, it's probably been 10, 10 years ago or whatever. Someone called her in the middle of the night, one of her, one of her brothers, and said, hey, so-and-so has passed away. And it was like early on in the night. And so my mom's like, I couldn't sleep like the whole, like it ruined my sleep and I had something very important to do. She's like, ever since then, my phone gets turned off every night. Yeah. And especially with like, she turns her phone off. If someone is dead, not dying, but if they're dead, like what the fuck? You you can't wait till the morning. That's what she said. She's like, like, whether I knew that next morning or that night had no bearing on what happened. On the outcome. And it like messed her up. You know, and she had something important to do the next day and it totally screwed that up. She's like, oh, she's like, from then on out, my phone goes off. Yeah, I always I always sleep with it on silent. I I don't I sleep is I mean now more than ever. Probably in the last like 2 or 3 years, I've done a deep dive into like how I can be the most healthy person ever in every regard whether it's intermittent fasting or it's working out and how to work out and which workouts are most effective and mm-hmm. I'm telling you sleep is like whew, Way ahead of diet, way ahead yep. of exercise, it's number one. Because if your brain isn't refreshed, like, you know, it's like having your iPhone at 5% and you're expecting it to, to, to work at full capacity. Just, it, it can't. When did the whole, like, sleep is important thing happen? Because, I, I mean, obviously, like, people have always known sleep is important. But it seems like in the past, maybe even just a year or less, a lot of the, like the the bodybuilding videos, the health and fitness channels, all that like really emphasize sleep. sleep. I think it's kind of a, and I could be wrong. I'm just speculating, but I think it's kind of a the pendulum is swinging in the opposite direction because people would like I know people would always brag about how little sleep they got to like mm-hmm. show how productive they were. Like 
oh, I only got four hours of sleep because I was working so hard and this, that, and the other. Or I can function in only four hours of sleep because I want to get up and seize the day. And people would kind of brag about how productive they were and how little sleep they got. And I felt like they would kind of be applauded. Like sleeping yeah. over eight hours was like, what are you, you're wasting your life away. Right. But now I feel like that's kind of reversed. And you hear a lot of people who are ultra successful, people who are like entrepreneurs who never really get a day off because, you know, you never really get a day off when you own your own business. And those people are sleeping eight hours a day. Like the Tom Bill, you talks about how important sleep is. Mm-hmm. Gary V talks about how important sleep is. I was listening to uh, Chamath. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Billionaire. What is he? Uh, um uh, a venture capitalist, whatever. VC, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he he stresses how important having a s- sleep and routine is. By the way, I am, I don't know why this interests me so much because it's so mundane, but especially with really successful people, but just anybody in general, I love hearing people's day-to-day routines. And maybe it's because I'm such a fucking weirdo routine person and I want to hear about like what other people do. And they don't even have to be like, super successful even if they're really not successful i want them to walk me through their day because that tells me so much about who they are what time are you waking up when do you eat breakfast what do you eat for breakfast do you work out how many hours do you work you know and a lot of times people catch themselves in trying to like embellish how productive they are or make it sound like they're not a total piece of shit Mm -hmm. like when i was talking to my friend from california i'm like what the fuck do you do all day i'm like walk me through your day and when she starts to, like, walk through her day, she, like, realizes how much time she's what wasting. Was the, what, you were telling me a while back. What was the one thing that, like... she was? I was like, what did you do during February? She's like, I was stretching my hip. Stretching. That's right. Stretching. She had, like, a hip problem. She was, like, out of alignment. She's like, yeah, so f- January, I was really focused on, like, my hip and, and, and doing, like, physical therapy on my hip. I'm like, the whole month? <laughs> That's a I'm hell like, of a stretch. There's 24 stretching. hours in a day. You were stretching for, like, 16 of them? Jeffrey McIntyre, $5. Thank you. You've been listening to Bubba since 1995. Hell yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, when people and walk- Miss me- LMT, $10. Thank you very much. So yeah, when people walk me through their day, it, it tells me so much of who they are. And Chamath was on uh, Lex's podcast and he starts talking about his day and I got so excited because this guy's like a fucking billionaire. And um, he was talking about how regimented his life is. But he was like, it's so regimented because he f- needs to focus on, like, removing himself from the work mindset. He's like, he said, balance is bullshit. He's like, you have to designate time. Like, in the schedule, it has to be so regimented that at on the weekends, I don't look at my fucking phone. Like, you know how these people are. They're like, the, the people who are ultra successful, Silicon Valley, crazy, you know, entrepreneurs, venture capitalists. Um, that are in charge of a lot of people, they are so fucking regimented with their day because every minute is so valuable to them. They seem to be very pro-sleep, very anti-meeting, very uh, regimented in what they eat, when they eat. I mean, he was talking to Lex. He was like, even was telling Lex how many grams of coffee he puts in his coffee maker. Like, I was fucking loving it. I'm like, this guy's crazy. Like, not like me, obviously, way more successful. But in terms of just the, the routine, I like to hear mm-hmm. about people's routine because I think it just when people are like oh I just wake up and I just do whatever I just don't eat whatever if people just tell me like they wake up and maybe they'll have a pastry or maybe they'll have a donut or maybe they'll have whatever I'm like we are not on the same frequency buddy like you are not into the like health lifestyle 
exercise, fitness, nutrition wavelength that I'm on. And maybe those people are happier, but I don't think that they that they are because I feel like there's just a certain formula of things that everybody needs to do, in, especially as an adult, to maintain a certain level of like, not happiness, but I think well-being, which can lead to happiness. I think a large majority of people kind of just get up and they're like, eh, whatever, I'll, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll have breakfast, maybe I won't, maybe it'll be a pastry, maybe not. Like, they don't have a set routine. I cannot even imagine. I bet that's most people. A day that is not super regimented in terms of like when I'm eating, what I mean. Maybe on the weekends when we don't have any like definitive plans. Mm-hmm. But even that, the night before, I'm always thinking about like I'll, like last time. I'm like, are you planning on going to the gym on Saturday? No, I know. What are you going to do? Like, and I'm I, a freak, but. And I like to know that. Like, here's my thing is I like to be, I like to have plans. If they change, fine. But I at least like to have the plans. Yes, you're very good about that. I could work on being a little bit more flexible. Like, that would be best for me. If if the plans deviate, like, I need to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I am trying to work on. But um, back to the ADHD thing. And then yeah. Lummy was kind of saying, well, what if I said OCD wasn't real? I'm like, that, that's fine. That's a fair point. That's okay. Like, I don't, I don't really take anything to, you know, to heart or anything like that. And things are prescribed for OCD, mm-hmm. mostly SSRIs and stuff like that. And there's limited... Um, but all that stuff is on, is, is on a spectrum. Yes. And, and and there's limited sort of um, effectiveness with that sort of stuff, right? I don't think that you should ever just take a pill, unless it's something like involuntary. Like you said, blood thinners or, uh, you know, you need to take your insulin because you're type 1 diabetic, the respectable type of diabetes, whatever, fine. I get it. You can't, like, meditate your way out of needing insulin. I get that shit. But if there is something that you can do, if the, if there is some sort of, like, behavioral practice that you can do that you're just fucking not doing because it's hard, that, to me, is not an excuse. You know, I've had issues with my OCD since I was six years old. I was on Prozac for about eight, nine months. It it didn't really do much for me. It kind of slowed me down a little bit in terms of, like, the obsessiveness, and it killed my sex drive, which was fine because I was wasn't dating anyone and I was a virgin, so it didn't matter. But still, it, it was, I felt like it was depriving me of, like, part of my humanity. And by humanity, I don't mean, like, my dignity. I mean, like, part of being a human is having a sex drive, especially at 19 or 20. So not having that was fucking weird. At, like, zero interest in sex, did, would see a hot guy, wouldn't even fucking register. Like, it just didn't, I just didn't care. Um, so that was weird. But I think it's a better practice to be able to learn coping mechanisms that, you know, you aren't relying on a substance, A, so if somehow that substance is unavailable to you, and not necessarily because there's a shortage, but say, like, you go to on a vacation to Italy or whatever, and you forget to bring your fucking pills, or those pills are outlawed somewhere and you can't bring them. Like, with the, the, the mm-hmm. Simone Biles thing, she couldn't have Adderall. What was it, Adderall? I think so. She couldn't bring it to Japan, and it fucked her up, possibly, who knows? Like, I don't even want to be in those situations, I've heard of situations, I remember, okay, I'm not calling him out, but I am because that's the story I remember, but I remember Seth being on the show, and he said that he went to Chicago to see family, and he said that he needed to get in a a cab immediately to go to the dispensary to get the marijuana, because otherwise he was going to have a complete conniption. Yeah. And I'm like, I never want to be in that situation where if I don't have my fix, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. Like- 
I, I understand where it's like it would be nice if you had your Adderall or it'd be nice if you had a cup of coffee or your CBD or whatever you take. But in the event that you don't have it, I think you should have enough, uh, you know, coping mechanisms, exercises you can do so that you can self-soothe, that you're not absolutely freaking out, dragging the family to a dispensary so you can fucking smoke some weed to calm the fuck down. Now, I can't speak for him. I don't have his anxiety, or I do, but, you know, he's a different person and whatever. But I don't want to put myself in that situation. So I think it's best to try to do other things. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to completely stop taking Adderall if you do it, but maybe put the fucking phone down. And just because it's hard doesn't mean you can't do it. I feel like that's a thing. People say, well, I can't focus. It's like, but have you really fucking tried? Yeah. Where it's like... Sit and do it, but I want to do something else. But ne- but you can't. So fucking sit and focus mm-hmm. and train yourself. If you treat the brain like a muscle, you can change it a lot. Like you can you can train it much like you train your body. You go to the gym. You can't just expect to be strong or shredded without you know doing the things that you need to do, like go to the gym and eat well. So why would you expect your brain to be any different? Like you have to fucking train this shit. And that's why I've been, you know, reading that book about it. It's not about OCD, but it's about it's called breaking the habit of being yourself, which is like you have all these bad habits that you've acquired throughout your life. How do you break those habits? And it's like step by step by step by step. Doesn't say go to the fucking, you know, psychiatrist. Doesn't say go to the pharmacy and take these pills. It says like this is how you fucking work through your shit. And I like that because I want to be self-reliant. So, anyways, that that's my rant there. But we'll we'll take a few calls and then get the fuck out of here. I want to talk about meditation too. You do? Kinda. Okay. Hello, who's this? Hey guys, it's Mike from Naples. What's up, Mike from Naples? How's that OnlyFans doing? <laughs> Man, you're hilarious, Bliss. I know I am. Uh, that's why you listen. <laughs> you're killing me. Yeah. Well, you know what? Actually, uh, speaking of the youth, like my daughter. Oh yeah. Technology. Speaking of your daughter, right? Uh, yeah. Well, you know. Well, first off, a bunch of Bubba Army started following, and uh, you know, sorry, Holyoke Joe, but I think you're a murderer. So, eh, don't know if I love you following my daughter, but do why you did you say do. her name on the air? That's your own fault. I don't care. I, she's an adult. It's, it's no big deal. Right. Well, then don't call but, people out for getting you know mad at them for following your daughter no, when you're I'm the saying, one that exposed her. I, I said, just be respectable. Just that. that <laughs> yeah. That, that, be respectable. That, be respectful. There That's you go. All. all right. But 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 all I'm saying is, when I told her about it, she told me that 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 she doesn't want her business out there and i'm like isn't that what tiktok and instagram people are doing is putting their business out there yeah but she probably this is probably not her demo of people she wants following her yeah it is yeah i mean <laughs> maybe it right. is because those are the people with money that are maybe shooting in her way i don't know yeah yeah you're right yeah i just don't understand how the youth can you know don't get the concept of putting a tiktok video out there and saying, at the same time, I don't want my business out there. Well, this is what, like, do you want the translation? If you would have said her name on the air and a bunch of really hot jocks, young the college guys started following her and asking her out, she probably would have been fine with that. Yep. But when she starts getting all these gross old boomers hitting her up and being like, you're a pretty girl, she's like, what the fuck, dad? <laughs> 
because they were probably messaging uh, her too. Like, when are you going to start an OnlyFans? Yeah, and she's like, creepy old man. It's a way to go, Dad. Fair point. Yeah, no Love shit. I make a lot of fair points. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Thanks, Mike. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Scott from Tampa. What's up, Scott from Tampa? Hey, Anna, how are you doing today? Good. I'm feeling like lit up now. I don't know why. I got all this energy. It's probably because I, I still haven't eaten. But go ahead. Adderall. Adderall. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, mm-hmm. Hey, you and Blitz are doing a great job, man. Enjoy listening to you. Thank y'all. you. Thank you. Hey, hey I, I was, when you guys were talking about the. What? Huh? Pasha. We were talking about the. Uh... Bro, you hit mute on your phone. Potty. Hey, Barney. Body? Where, where All right. Your phone body. Well, All right, so, uh, let's meditation. transition to a meditation. Sure. So, uh, what do you think about Giselle's uh, only only giving 0.08% of their income to charity? Uh, I I know that people thought that that was a problem. I mean, that was like over $600,000. I know. 640000 Yeah. I think, I and I have no problem with that. My issue is it went to almost... All organizations that had to do with yoga and meditation. <laughs> oh, did it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she said three hundred dollars of it was to Costa Rica clean. Three hundred. Three hundred dollars. That's to, it. To Costa Rica clean up. There was like a six hundred dollar uh, <laughs> wildlife federation thing, a nine hundred dollar something else, and almost all the rest of it was all for yoga and meditation classes. Like for underprivileged youth in Probably. Harlem. I think so. So they could do vinayasa yoga. The, the the biggest in the hood. The biggest donation was for some Indo something Indonesia? meditation something. Yeah, it was just kind of weird. That was. Listen, it's her fucking money, man. She doesn't have to give a penny of it and away. I, and I, like, I agree. I the, the I didn't like the point that people said. Well, it's only point zero eight percent of their income. What are you giving point oh one? Yeah, like yeah. nobody else is giving their money. Yeah, well, yeah, because. Look, just because 0.01% of your income happens to be $6, like, there's... Yeah, you don't give it away. $640,000 fucking dollars. I know, and, and, I, and I read that yesterday, and I was like, I clicked on it, and I'm like, this fucking clickbait, that's $640,000, yeah. which isn't very much for them, but still, that's a, a significant amount of money. They should be able to give whatever they want yeah. to whoever they want. I don't have any issue with that whatsoever. Yeah. They're not trying to influence fucking Ukraine and giving to the Democratic Party and doing shady deals like, mm-hmm. well, the FTX thing, but whatever. I'm just saying that they're just, they're making money and they can give it away to the gorillas or the fucking yeah. uh, the yoga instructors mm-hmm. of the world. Who cares? But yeah, I, I did see a little bit of a interaction between, you know, people here and they were like, that's ridiculous. But I don't think it's ridiculous at all. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Do your thing. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Scott again. I guess my shitty phone service. You That's know, okay. I dropped you guys. Hey, just to reiterate on that, uh, the video crap that y'all were talking about, about is, is TikTok, it's based out of China, right? And I heard that the version that they released to the Chinese population is different than the version it, that we get. That is and correct. It's like ed- and it's like educate, like over there. Yes. They do like they ban a lot of other shit. stuff. Correct. So, I mean... A lot of that, like y'all, some of the ADHD, I, I think it's induced, obviously, by our society, our parents and stuff. They, you know, shove these phones in front of these kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, of course, you, you know, talk like you said, you know, 30-second videos and all this stuff, and their attention span is, you know, crap. Uh, have but you then, noticed like, with yourself that your attention span is significantly reduced? Because I have. 
A little bit. I, okay. The, the only social media I do have is TikTok. I don't do Twitter. I don't do any of that. Okay. And, and I just, I, I hit it, you know, every couple of days. I'll watch it if I'm got, you know, I'm waiting in line for Pooping. something or whatever, yeah. you know, just to, you know, watch some funny videos. Sure. But, you know, listen, I mean, I was fortunate. My, my kids now are like 23 and 21. Mm-hmm. So I, they were sort of young at the beginning of all the like tablets and all that stuff. But like when we went out, like, well, my, my wife was really good with our kids about, you know, we threw a coloring book in front of them. Right. You know, and and they, you know, they did all that stuff. So my kids didn't grow up. We were, we really sort of sheltered them from the whole, you know, technology to an extent, you know I mean? Hey, technology is good for some things, you know, absolutely. But, but like, so, I'm just fortunate. I mean, I'm sort of, I feel lucky today. I don't have young kids, so I don't really have to deal with that. You know, I don't have to sit there and, mm-hmm. you know, have a three-year-old who can work an iPhone better than I can. Right. Know? And so I, I just think it, I think most of this stuff just falls back on parents, the laziness Absolutely. of society and how easy it is to shove a tablet in front of your kid when you're out at dinner. And it's just, you know, it's. I think it's self-induced. I think a lot of this stuff, and then like you said, then they throw them on the pills, and then that creates a whole other issue. Yeah. And, you know, I, you I, have know? A, I have a pretty close friend who was put on, I don't know if it was Adderall or Ritalin or something like that. And again, there's, he's not a doctor or anything. He hasn't had any significant tests. But, I mean, he thinks that it really fucked up his, like, metabolism or his uh, ability to uh, emotionally communicate like all mm-hmm. these sorts of things because you know it's really hard to tell when you give it a developing body something like Adderall and not just like once which I wouldn't even do but you know over a year a period of years and years and years we don't really know how that affects their adult development you know how does that affect you you know I, I certainly know that as a as a de- Having a developing body, you're a lot more uh, susceptible to things going wrong. Like we should be very careful about what we're feeding our children, and that includes the medications that they're on. So I would definitely, yeah. I would definitely agree. I mean, I definitely think you're altering their development. I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm not a doctor either, but when you start introducing chemical, you know, things like that, and to to change behavior or right. you know, it's going to change development. There's no way it can't change development. Right. And, and, and right. yeah. So, I mean, anyways, guys, listen, I really enjoy listening to you. So Thank you. Have Thanks, a great Scott. weekend. Thanks Scott for calling back. Orlando or Stanford uh, tomorrow, man, that I four, I was just on it. Freaking crazy road. Oh, yeah. Shit. It's so. going to, it's going to be bad. I, I know. Dude. Oh yeah. So y'all be careful. Thank you. All right. Thank time. you, Scott. Have a great weekend. All right. Bye. Right, bye. Bye. Now, I know that I feel like you're part of the camp of people that maybe scoffs at stuff like meditation and stuff like that. Do have you ever because here's the thing about you that I feel like maybe we could not really see eye to eye on. But like I've tried meditation. I certainly need to do it more. But I do think that there's some like benefits to it. I feel okay. like you're not the type of person, and I could be wrong, that would do like ever do yoga with me or something like that. I mean, I, I can Would see, you be open to things like that? I can see how there would be benefits to it, I suppose. Um, but I don't have any interest in, in okay. doing it. Okay. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I just don't have mm-hmm. any interest in doing it. And I don't think it's like all the holy grail of, you know, healing. No, no, no. It's, well, I don't think it think, is either. Some people, I'm, I'm, like, some people yeah. think that you know, if you meditate, you can fix anything. 
Yeah, I don't know if if that's the uh, it, well, it's it's more just like your ability to kind of stay calm under pressure, sort of a thing. Like if you can, if you're in a stressful situation, and you can kind of revert back to your meditative brain. You'd be able to be a lot more um, controlled, but I feel like you and I are very different in terms of like w- what we stress about and how we stress. And uh, I'm yeah. way more high strung than you are, so I, I should probably invest more in in meditation. Hello, who's this? Yo, perfect, perfect call. Eight one three nine Bo. If you'd like to call in and join the conversation. We need to get going soon. Yeah, too. we do. I need to make some fucking. I need to make some fucking frosting. I was baking my ass off, y'all. Yeah, I need to frost it up. I need to frost it up. I, I do. I I always do this. I always have these grandiose ideas of things I want to do, and then I try to execute them. And um, there's just a lot of unforeseen challenges. Really? Did you do any projects earlier in the week? Maybe. <laughs> I tried to make uh, my own candles. How how did the the how they turn out? Did you? Burn them? They smell good? What's the... Well, I immediately returned everything that I could. <laughs> got my money back. And then of the things I couldn't, I um, I just threw away. And one of the things that shattered yesterday was one of the candles that I'd bought. So it was just kind of a reminder that I should just stay in my own lane and just buy stuff instead of trying to make everything. I heard so, there was like super glue and tape and all kinds of stuff involved. It was in a fucking mess. It was a fucking mess and I, I was I was under the impression that it was gonna take five minutes to melt these fucking candles so that I could transfer them into something else and make a thing. And they make it look so easy online, but it, these are fucking lies. And so Well maybe um, if you had an iPad when you were a kid you could have looked it up. If only I was uh on Adderall <laughs> yeah. I would have had the um, yeah. attention span to get it done. But yeah. I but I couldn't. So it sucks and I returned everything I could and I went on Amazon and I bought gifts instead. Because That's the way to do nobody it. wants homemade shit unless it's like food. Nobody wants your homemade bullshit. So I, um, I will you know, say that it's a good lesson to learn. The wood burning stuff you did that you had Precision John do. Yes. Those were cool. But you I didn't, didn't do that. I know, but it was still kind of homemade. A homemade, it, it was personalized. I wouldn't say it's home. I didn't make the fucking okay. table. Well, you should have. And I didn't do the engraving. I, I didn't even drive there. You drove me there. I'm fucking useless is what I'm learning. <laughs> I can't even drive to a place to get something done. That's right, because the one you ordered didn't get didn't come in or it was all fucked up or something. Oh, it came in about three months late. Yeah. All of a sudden, uh, what did I think it was? I thought I thought it was like a gift from my dad or I don't know what it was, but I'm like, oh my God, someone sent me a gift. Oh, I But gotta... it was something I ordered three months prior. I, I had a package from Amazon yesterday, and like towards the evening, and then about... 20 minutes later, I heard a knock on my door. I'm like, I'm not answering that. More knocks. Two minutes later, more knocks. Hello, it's Amazon. I have a package. So after about five minutes of this, I'm like, I looked at my cameras, and yeah, it was an Amazon guy. And it was the same guy who was there 20 minutes prior. So I'm like, all right. So I put my dong back in my pants. And answered the door. I got, I got a package for you. I was like, okay, thanks. Um, so that package I delivered earlier, uh, which one was that? And I said, well, it's this one. I had the box right there. I was like, it's this one right here. It's for me. Are you sure it's for you? Yeah, I said, I've already opened it. And it, what was inside the package was what I ordered. So it better be for me. Okay, well, but, but are you sure that's the one I delivered? Apparently, he, he like 
misplaced a package and was like scrambling to all the people he delivered to trying to find it. And he like was questioning me on if I actually this was the actual package you delivered or not. Yeah. And he stood at my door for like five minutes knocking nonstop. Jesus. I, I wonder what the, the punishment or penalty is for that if you fuck it up. User uh, error. I don't know. I've had that happen a few times where I get the wrong thing delivered to my house. Yeah. Uh, last call and then and then we'll get out of here. Hello, who's this? Yeah. We've had about four of these calls now. All great. One after the other. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to us ramble on. Well, me ramble on, I suppose. Uh, Blitz, thank you so much. Thank you. We got Bubble 199 tonight. Twitch only. I've had many people, and I'm sure you've had the same experience, where they're like, where can I find the Twitch, uh... Bubble 199. Well, you can't because once it's it's live yep. and it's done, it's done, it's done. That's it. It's over. So and, and, and live the, or bust. The main reason is because it's got a lot of copyright music and we don't want to get in trouble for that. So right. come have fun, hang out. If you're not there to see it, too bad. Yeah. And sometimes crazy shit happens that you don't really want to, to live on there for very long. So make sure you tune in. And enjoy the live experience of it all with us. Yeah. You don't you can't you can't rewatch. It's like watching the concert after it happened. You want to yeah. be there. Now I get it's a virtual experience either way, but you understand. Mm-hmm. Live, live, live. Yes. Interact. Come Interact with us. And also, um, tomorrow, Stogies and Spirits. Yes. At Gatlin Hall, wherever that may be, somewhere Or-Orlando. in Central Florida. Orlando. Orlando. Uh, that's from six to ten. Mm-hmm. So come hang out, say hi, and uh, for the rest of you, have a great weekend. That is all. Goodbye.